If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hello everyone, welcome to History Blues. I am Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. Today we're going to talk about the Stanford Raw murders. Anything about that, Brandy? Stanford, Connecticut has all of my favorite talk shows. Why is, why, why is that? What talk shows are Oh on? my God. Maury is out of Stanford, Connecticut. Steve Wilkos is out of Stanford, Connecticut. Jerry Springer was under was at Stanford, Connecticut. All the greats well, are filmed in Stanford. You know what else comes out of Stanford, Connecticut? That is the headquarters for the WWE. So Vince McMahon, really? Stanford, Connecticut. Oh, yeah. so, I mean, there must be Stanford. some kind of uh, you know they might just get a better job uh, deal on taxes or something. You think? Yeah, How and about, it's close to New York. Yeah. Well. Well, you wouldn't want to be there if you had a bra, Brandy. As I usually do. Because in the late 1960s, five African-American women were brutally strangled by their own bras in Stanford, Connecticut. The case remains unsolved to this day. And we I'm strangled by my own bra every day. <laughs> and we're going to talk about this story. But first, I want to remind everyone that we are a comedy podcast, and sometimes we use adult language. Uh, So, if that offends you, you should run home, you little bitch.
Oh, he's even got a brand. That, that are, that's some strong words from you. Strong yeah. words from a guy who wears his hat backwards because that's what the kids do. Well, you know, you're not, you're not, smack- you're not cool like me. <laughs> I'm not cool, but it's a lot of smack talk for someone that's in bed by nine. I was up yeah. at 9.30 last night because I watched a movie. Um, How, did you watch the whole movie or just 10 minutes? Of no, it? no, I got the whole movie this time. I, you know, I, it was stru- I was struggling at the end. But it, what was it? That? Uh, Sing Street? Nope. It's, it's from like it. ni- 2016. It's just uh, these kids form a band in uh, Dublin. So it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Sounds like a what the fuck okay. theater if I've ever heard of one, Brandy. <laughs> I'm going to take your word for that. Well, it was good. You just check it out. Sing straight. Oh, I want to also remind everyone that we are have a sponsor this week. And to meet all your home decor needs, please visit Black Cat and Me at Etsy.com. If you use code Dweeb15, you know what happens, Brandy? Not a damn thing. You get 15% thing. off. Oh, oh, yeah, you get 15% off. That's Dweeb15. 15, 15% off. Not a damn off. thing. <laughs> then why would you put it in? Well, we like, to keep our, we like to keep our sponsors happy. See, it's a trial um, run. And if enough people put in Dweeb15, then we'll actually get the sponsorship. See, this is just yeah. a dry run. No. No, no, you actually do. Oh, you actually so. do get the. You actually do get fifteen percent off. I just thought that was funny to say, but you know, maybe just, our sponsors would not like us jousting about when we discuss their product. Then they're on. I the mean, we we've podcast. got a waiting list. We've got a waiting list for people who want to be sponsors on this show. So you know, they they don't want if they don't like it. That's that's how it rolls. A waiting goes, list. Right? <laughs> yeah. Last one we had was All a right. cruise line. Canard Cruise Line back in well about seven years ago. I think they paid us though. So, who I've they never even, I've never even heard of Canard Cruise Line. So it's like Larry Air. <laughs> That's what it is, and I need so everybody to get that reference. <laughs> Larry Air. Remember, we was all screwed up. We we were all afraid we'd screw it up, so we had to have Brandy read it. It was like yeah. yep. it was like seven hundred bucks or something. We're like all right, we got to we have to actually do do this. Because you know we had Bob Mears and son, and they were cool, but they they kind of they knew what the podcast was about, so they they let us just goof on him and stuff. But you have to get the show, I think. You have to you have to yeah. get it in order, I think, to be it. And, and Black Cat, yeah, I'm not gets sure it, the. So make I'm sure not you check sure the. I'm not sure Canard Crude Lines really got it, but okay, Larry Air. And uh, one we should mention that uh, the colonel will not be with us today as he is on a mission in northern Vietnam. So the west side of Cincinnati is not northern Vietnam. Well, we cannot. I've never been to the west side. He doesn't leave the west side. (laughs) I can't confirm or deny that he is in, you know, Hanoi. But he could be. With this is true. He could be. He might be. He could be. But let he, me guarantee you that he's not. He's on the west side of Cincinnati, where he always is. Always. Well, we cannot confirm or deny that, Brandy. 
You know, I mean, I hear the West side is the best side. That's what they say. Now, I don't know if I believe no, that, but that you know, is, that, is that, is that having completely lived untrue? on the West side? That is mm. untrue. No, I don't know how you people get anywhere. <laughs> I, under, I don't understand your fucking roads over there. <laughs> it's really, uh, you can tell when you get to the West side, cause there aren't road signs and shit, dog legs, and peg legs, and, you know, Colerain Avenue, you gotta follow Colerain Avenue Col for Rain 20 Avenue. miles. Right. Well, Colerain Avenue, dog legs eight times, and you gotta take a different connector ru- Fuck the west side. That's <laughs> pretty bullshit. It is pretty hard to get. That's why Chuck never leaves. Brandy on location to the west side. And just- Fuck no. That's why Chuck never leaves. He can't find his way out. Someone will say, where side. is it? They're like, it's on Colerain. You're like, oh, okay. That's, that could yeah. be between here and Perfect. the moon. Or you right. just, you know, you, you take, uh, Colerain Avenue goes to Florida. You take, <laughs> you take, <laughs> Colerain Avenue take, is actually uh, the road that Glenway goes through take, the castle. You take Glenway Avenue to River Road. I, I don't think I, I lived over for seven years and I, I don't think I've ever been on River Road. But, I lived over uh, like seven years. Spent too much time on River Road. River Road is a fucking clusterfuck because it's on the west side. Well, uh, if Chuck love got to out our, of our west, west side, side listeners, all two of yeah. them probably. I don't know. And Kimberly, Kimberly, Kimberly Smith is from the west side. Is she? I think. It's, yeah, I think there's a few. But um, anyway, he is not with us today because he is looking for Charlie. Maybe he is looking for Charlie in North Vietnam. Maybe he's looking for Charlie on the West Side. In Kansas City. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, it's kind of like, where's Waldo? Where's Charlie? Up. It's the same kind of thing, right? Yeah. That's right. Kilroy. There's Charlie. I'm sure there's Charlie on the West Side, too. Kilroy. I'm sure there are plenty. Chuck could be a Charlie on the West Side. Chuck, Chuck <laughs> yes. is, is, he's looking for himself? Hopefully he's found that's himself. Right. That's, that's what he needs in life. Uh, Chuck needs to find himself. No, Chuck uh, apparently did not think we was recording today because you know it's a Sunday, it's a ten o'clock, so he didn't he apparently didn't think we was recording. Well, Tim, because the, we the, don't ever same don't time ever for do. five years. <laughs> the colonel, the colonel well, is a fancy man, and he has sometimes other things that require his attention. Can't can't hate on he a is man. He's a fancy, fancy man. I mean, <laughs> he is a fancy a, man. On Sunday, the Skechers store opens up. He's got to go and get the early deals. He's got to get his inserts. That's right. That's right. I think, you know, he's the reason why DSW went out of business. It's don't ask. Don't ask him about it because it's it's a two hour delicate subject. Oh, yeah. He just don't want. He just don't want to ask him about that. But anyway, let me introduce a lady who is known throughout the land. It's Brandy the Benevolent. A heartwarming um, story about Brandy is the time when uh, she beat up her prom date in high school. But we won't go there. Oh, well, I felt like we just did. (laughs) Well, that's a tease, Brandy. In the business, we call that a tease. Oh, my bad. With a Z. It's got a Z at the end of it because we're hip, right? Like the kids. Yeah. Yeah, Like we wear our hats backwards and stuff. Yeah. 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 We're hip. Don't say we. (laughs) Just one of us is hip with the kids. (laughs) 
Her Majesty Queen Brandy the First. How are you, Brandy, if at all? I'm okay, Timmy. I got my hair cut, and I got a new tattoo, and so, I mean, I'm just rocking and rolling. Well, I like your hair cut. Well, thank you. I mean, mean, it's fine. What what was your tattoo? It's a hummingbird on my leg, a big one. It's very colorful. I love it. I mean, is your leg a big one? Hummingbird, big my leg is a big one, a bit like a tree trunk. So we didn't have a problem fitting an entire huge. It was, it's more of an eagle life size, actually. Wait, like wait, 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 wait a minute. Is it a hummingbird or an eagle? There's it's a difference. A hummingbird, slight difference. It's a hummingbird, and it fit on my leg because I have a regular leg. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Well, you, do you still have the do you still have the wrap on it or has it been a few days and you don't have the wrap on it anymore? No, I took the wrap off. Oh, took I the took the wrap off. Yeah, because I have to so they're letting us wear shorts at work now because they have Ooh. turned down the a turn turned up the ace. Whatever. they it's hot. Okay. Okay, because they're conserving energy. Oh my okay. god. They're good corporate yeah. citizen. Hold on, let, let me sure. just interject really quick. So we were in what? Target yesterday, and it was hot yeah. as balls in there. And I'm like, do they have yep. the air on? Like, I, I was, I'm so I, that, that, there you go. I did, that's crazy. There you me. go. Goddamn. Well, we it went, is. We went to du- uh, Dunkin' Donuts yesterday, and they were closed because they didn't have any AC. Wow. That's wow. So apparently they have a different philosophy than Target. <laughs> Target well, is a better corporate citizen than Dunkin' Donuts. I don't know, say. man. You know, I need my air conditioner. We don't have donuts. <laughs> we don't really have fresh donuts. So, I mean, we kind of sit there. You have popcorn, though. That popcorn's pretty awesome. It is. It is I, pretty awesome. I will say. But, so they don't, so we have, um, anyway, we can wear shorts. They've decided we can wear shorts. And so, um, so me walking around this thing, it got real bloody real quick. And so I waited about a day and it was like, I got to go to work. I don't want people seeing it all gross and whatever. So I took it off pretty. I took it off probably sooner than I should have. Yeah, but I've kept lotion on it. It's fine. Yeah, I love it. It's amazing. <laughs> I have. A, I had a friend uh, I grew up with, and um, one day they, we were at a. Uh, you know, they had like a. Well, I think it was called Foodland, but you know, it was a grocery store, and they had peat moss outside stacked up. You know. And uh, he takes a run to jump over the peat moss, thinking there are more peat moss behind it. But there wasn't. So he broke his arm, broke his shoulder. And he gets, he gets, he gets. What kind of story is this? (laughs) We have to take him to the emergency room. Like, it it is like two o'clock in the morning when he decided to do this. So. He we got, usually he do got, dumb shit at early times in the day. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, he had like a half a beer or something and he was <laughs> acting up. But he got a uh, he got a cast on his arm. And um by about 3 days later we were playing football and he decided that the cast interfered with his ability to play football. Mm. So he just ripped it off. Just take it off. That's right. Mm. 
never went back to the doctor. So I saw him uh, right before the holidays last year. And, and his, his arm, arm looks like Stretch like Armstrong. It's just all <laughs> hanging out. Oh, is this wither? now. Oh, that's sad. He's got a little <laughs> arm now. First of all, what were you doing out at 2 in the morning? No, you know. Yeah, but like what are you doing out at 2 in the morning? There's nothing open at 2 in the morning but legs and White Castle. And you know that. <laughs> and I don't understand... We didn't, even, we didn't even have you White Castle. We're a ne'er do well. Well, he was in that little podunk place. But now he's got a withered arm. It's like sad. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, nobody. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> so everything's good. I'm fine. It's all fine. Good. And uh, I am just really excited to be able to record with. Mainly adults today. I'm very pumped about that. So, <laughs> well, I know you that remains to be seen, Brandy. But you know, we'll we'll, we'll give Listen, the old college try. Does it? Does it though? Does it remain to be seen? <laughs> We're all here on time <laughs> on the Sunday at ten o'clock. <laughs> on a Sunday at ten o'clock. Because surprise, surprise, we're going to record. <laughs> Chuck is always Chuck is the weak link. <laughs> I, I will he say this. I, I, <laughs> I, I found this out about Chuck and I was, and I was, and I needed to share it. Did you both know that Chuck's penis is in the Guinness sure book of I world did. records? It was until the librarian asked him to remove it. Right. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. That was, that was gross. It made me think about that for a second. And I, now I have to drown myself, but so let's ask though, I mean, I'm gonna check I'm and see fine, if chuckspenis.com is a is a website. Maybe nope. we should buy that. <laughs> I don't I don't want that. That could, it's probably already taken anyway. But. Well he you know he has his you know he has his own uh, uh what is the things uh his book? Paid nope. to, no the sites he's self published. No, oh OnlyFans. OnlyFans, yeah. He's on OnlyFans. His OnlyFans. He's on OnlyFans. I would say so here's the thing. Chuckspenis.com is available. Look, Chuck's not even here. He's dead to us right now. He can't even be bothered to show up at the appropriate time that we've had for five years. So, let's he just... Is, he is in NAM. He's indisposed. He is he, the weakest he, link. <laughs> or the He's taking link. care of national security <laughs> business for the homeland. Yes. There's no national security on the west side. He's vaping while he's there. I'm sure. No doubt. Snoop Dogg is blowing he's, it up over there. He, he, you know, he's interrogating Charlie while he's vaping. I mean, I don't know if everyone on the West Side has an AR-15, but I bet it's at least eight out of ten people. I'm you know what? Guess. Home protection. That's right. Sad. That's what it is. Sad. He, it, when we worked together, all three worked together, Chuck would constantly get in trouble for vaping in his office. And you would open his door. I mean, it was like opening a you know the crypt on like a horror movie with all the smoke. <laughs> wow! And he would he would argue till he was blue in the face that that, that what was he what was his argument? Oh, it was, was his it was his um his aromatherapy. Oh, yeah, his aromatherapy. <laughs> That's what it was. Because he so had an oil diffuser. He had an oil diffuser. As someone who works in HR for a very large corporation, as Brandy, Brandy does too, but as someone who works in HR for a large corporation, all I can think of, did you all not have HR when you all worked together? Did that not exist at the so, county? 
So it's a story. It's a long story. Yeah, that's a you know, one day we'll interview, we'll all sit around and talk about that time. Tim Chuck has to get out. When Chuck gets out, we can tell county stories. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we need but, to wait until he okay, fair enough. Fair enough. But they, right. they had you know, over the course of our time there, there were several investigations, and every investigation that came up mentioned Chuck vaping. <laughs> Oh, but that wasn't, but that wasn't nearly as bad as whatever I did. Not well, whatever it was that I did was not nearly as bad. But, was way worse. But they they Chuck. always tack on, and Chuck is vaping. In his and Chuck is vaping in his office. But there's nothing that proves that. See, this See, is it's his aromatherapy. Like, like Chuck's some kind of fucking criminal mastermind over here. We just can't catch him. Was he petting fucking a cat in his chair? Walk in there. I, I feel like he may have been doing that. I mean, it would be like on, you know, it would be like you you get off the elevator and you could see, you can smell it, <laughs> you can smell it in the smoke in his office, and then you open the door and it just like knocks you down. Now was he? But that's like at least, lounge. Was he at least kind enough though to like? It was like the ones that lounge. smelled good, like blueberry or vanilla or something. Oh yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. No, they okay. always smelled good. They All always right. smelled good. That's how he got away with saying that. Because if it had smelled like nicotine or marijuana. He probably wouldn't have gotten away with it. So but, you know, but, you know, he has anxiety disorders. So he says he does he, have the anxiety he, disorder. He, he, he plays the aro- that when he says he needs an aromatherapy. <laughs> and it, I mean, I hell, he's probably that's how he vape. got the win- That's how he got the window office. Well, I have seasonal affective disorder and I need the window <laughs> office. Are you fucking with me right now? You like the sun. So you want. You're on, what the fuck? Yeah, that was fucking As story. opposed to it's everyone else to me, who I doesn't care. like sunlight, right? Yeah. Right. It's like, it's like those people who okay. say, it's like those people who say, you know, I don't like hospitals as opposed to everyone else in the world who just fucking love Well, that's all okay. right. Yeah. I don't, I don't do funerals. I don't like funerals. Don't Nobody likes fucking funerals. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? You goddamn go because you fucking knew the motherfucker that was in the goddamn casket. Why in the fuck are you sitting there going, well, I don't really like to go to funerals. Because I do? Is that the way to pick up chicks and get free food? What the fuck? My uncle was like that. Fu- some people go to funerals just for that. Listen, funeral crashers, fine. I mean, around here, it doesn't even fucking matter. Because everybody knows everybody, so it doesn't fucking matter. But still, I don't like hospitals. Nobody gives a shit. You got to go in there. Nobody gives a fuck. Nobody gives a fuck if you don't like. I don't like having to wear shoes. But guess what? I got to fucking wear shoes. <laughs> So here we are. Everybody does shit they don't like. <laughs> Get the fuck over it. That's just how you know, drives you goddamn crazy. In all seriousness, I don't. I don't like funerals either. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody gives a shit because you're either going to be in the casket or be standing outside. You need to make up your fucking mind because nobody cares if you like it or not. Nobody gives a shit. Here so, is. So, you know, so, here. You know, no, I'm seriously. I'm allergic to embalming fluid. That that. It makes it makes. Are me you break going out. down to prep the body? No, no. I just the smell are you going to go down and prep the body? They take care of that. They use wait a minute, aromatherapy to get rid of that smell. <laughs> I'm just to saying, get rid of that I smell. Do. And and this is nobody likes trivia. funerals. I don't like funerals or weddings. Oh, I don't know what to tell How you. you. Nobody I does. Weddings, I'll weddings send, have I'll send wedding a gift cake. Card. Oh my God! Wedding cake is the bomb, man. Jeez. First of I, all, I any excuse g- to dance. 
I send a I'll send a gift card. Someone dies. Well, <laughs> and that's fine. That doesn't really work though. So you can. I mean, do you send it to? Do you send it to? Send a gift card for flowers. <laughs> no, you send it to the funeral home. You Neanderthal. Everybody knows that. You know, Brandy, now that I think about it, now that I think about it, Brandy, you you didn't send me a a wedding gift. A 25. Didn't send you a wedding gift? No, you didn't, Brandy. I didn't know you got married. What the fuck? (laughs) I'm letting down. You got married 25 years ago. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't get a wedding gift from you. Well, this isn't about me. This isn't about me, Brandy. This is about you. We're talking about you. Okay, my bad. You know, I'm yeah. sorry I didn't preemptively well, send you. you know, I, you know she, what? She doesn't. She doesn't read all the social cues. No. Uh, yeah. I mean, okay. All right, pot. Let's settle down. <laughs> um, because I did not preemptively buy you a wedding gift. I am so sorry. Twenty-five when, years before you met me. Work, okay. Exactly. <laughs> As soon as I get to work, I will remedy this situation. Get him a Target card. You get 15 Actually, you know off. what? If you could just tell them to turn on the goddamn air conditioning, that would be enough. You, you know that's right. They will not. <laughs> Don't be silly. We actually had to get like these big, huge – the back room, our office was so hot. Like it was like just big gross. box fans we or something? Two. No, two of these big, huge air conditioner units. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because evidently – not only have they turned down the AC in our store or up or however you want to look at it, um, it doesn't work properly. Mm. So, like, the front of the store has no AC at all. Ugh. So, we've got these big, huge units sitting in the office so they can get the parts. And you walk in that office and it's like you've opened the door to the fucking Arctic. Shit's blowing <laughs> out. There's snow. There's everything else. It's like, Jesus. We, it you know, good. we went to a Reds game couple weeks ago and they have these big fans you know kind of like they have at king's island you can walk yes, and stand in front of the fans and so i got really hot sitting, and so i i totally and i was going to go stand by the fan and you stand by these fans and these motherfuckers come up right in front of you and stand right in front of you and mm-hmm. be, between you and the fan there's that is a social faux pas you know what you probably had your hat on backwards they thought you were a kid <laughs> No, I mean these people just stand, like what, what would uh, what would motivate you to as someone is standing in front of the fan cooling off for you to walk mm-hmm. in front of them and stand in front of it? That's fucking rude. I need cooled off first, so that would be my thing. But let's it, move it's, on. It's called to main character so syndrome. The thing. It's called what? Main character syndrome, where you think you're the only person in the world who exists. It's oh just my god! Oh, yes, that's a narcissist. Yes, that's what it is. Yeah. Oh, narcissism. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, and you know, quite frankly, you stand in front of those fans after you've been sweating, and after a minute, it's like fuck, I'm cold. Yeah. Because <clears throat> all that sweat freezes. It's gross, and I'm sure it all smells very good over there. But aside from your aside from your um, excursion to the Reds game. Let's talk about Thad. See how Thad's doing. So we can talk about these bras. Okay. Well, before I just want to add, Thad, I, that's a you make uh, that's a good social comment because people used to be at baseball games. Oh my god! They would get up in between innings. Now they get up right in the middle of the play and they stand in front of you and look around like it's anarchy. It's willy nilly. <laughs> just every just shit happening at a it ball game, anarchy. no less. People are standing up and watching. The no, fuck? they're not watching. They're, they're standing there looking around. It's yeah. like right in front of you. It's like, 
Can't you wait between innings to get up and go get your lemon freeze or whatever the hell you're getting? Yeah. Why are you standing uh-huh. up right in the middle of the game, right in front of me? And then just like looking around like you just got dropped off in the middle of Manhattan <laughs> looking at skyscrapers. I just, you know, do you feel better now? Yeah. I mean, I feel like that was just a hot button topic that nobody meant to push. So can we finally talk about fucking Thad so we can talk about these goddamn brawls? You know what? It's we okay. Are, I'm, we're I'm, joined. I'm a Gen always. Xer. I'm used to being ignored. So it's totally well, fine. Right. So Brandy's right. there with me. She, yeah, she gets it. People not listening to you. Yeah, they don't care. Yeah, talk, like, they don't care. Them. I know. We are, we are the hey, transitional generation, Brandy. It was boomers. And they were like, who are these fucking, who cares? Yeah, I don't the care what you're talking about. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> God damn. Let me introduce our producer. Thad, I need a, I need a, you know, I need an intro for him. Think but of it later. We're today, today we're going to call him Mad Thad, the producer. How are Ooh, you today, I, Thad? Oh, I am Mad How Thad. Like it, I, I like it. I like it. Hey, I am, I'm doing good. Um, as Brandy and I were talking off air a little bit, you know, uh, the government has confirmed that there are aliens. The earth is burning. The ocean is basically a hot tub. And there are shark attacks all over Cape Cod. So things are beautiful. You know, I, I, it couldn't we get did a, We did an episode on uh, shark attacks in New Jersey. Remember? Like a long yeah. time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I watched, not, I'm sorry, Thad. I watched The Meg this past week. Uh, and well, I think I'm going to interrupt. WTF Theater. <laughs> Look, it all tied in. The Meg. Shark I thought we were cool, Brandy. I thought we were cool. That's fine. The Meg. What? Was it that good? Was such a hot. You know what? It is. It's Jason Statham. I mean, See, it was I a Jason like Statham movie. It talented. was his vehicle. He's way too talented to play in shit movies like that. I don't understand why he's always in those. He must just take anything. I. Do you Are really you think about that Sharknado? he's that talented? No, Sharknado is a whole other beast. Yeah, that's that's a don't be ridiculous. Thing. Sharknado wasn't real. Stupid. It wasn't real, but there could be a megalodon. There could be somewhere. There could be. You don't know. There's. I thought Sharknado was real. Yeah, it wasn't a documentary. So when Ian when Ian Ziering had his chainsaw and dove into the mouth of the shark, I mean, came out its asshole. It was the greatest thing. I wonder how they time that up. I mean, you know, you'd have to get that timing just perfect. I mean, you've got to have a well ran, well-trained shark for that, I think. Well, and a shark that's willing to <laughs> sacrifice its own life for the good of the movie. This is true. This is true. You know, probably mean, what it was. It was probably a dolphin that they put in a shark costume because you can train dolphins. Oh, God. So dolphins are smart. Cut off its nose and that's right. That? Exactly. Just they just cut off its nose and then but that's oh, a delicacy in some country. Dolphin nose is a delicacy. A lot like whale blowhole. Like a, if you've ever had a whale blowhole salad in some some Polynesian countries, it's a big thing. I don't even understand your words. So what they so do is they they, they, they take nope, they take nope, a whale, nope. they carve out where the blowhole is, and, and then they put a salad right. in it. So it's whale blowhole salad. They put a salad in the whale's blowhole. And the whale's blowhole, right. But wouldn't the whale just blow it out? That there is that. <laughs> they kill the whale. They take the blowhole. They uh, put it on a plate. And it's raw. It's served raw. 
And then he's put it's a you know, super big salad too. It would I mean, be a, a it's a large salad. salad. I mean, it's one of those things. It's for a couple. These, you know, it's for two. Uh, yeah. I'm out. I'm what out. kind of what kind of uh, uh, salad blow hole anything? Use? Is that ranch or? I'm gonna think of that it, would probably prob- be lovely. If you're gonna if you're gonna do a ranch, it would probably be like a peppercorn ranch. I would think, right? Um, I, I mean, don't even. This is most fucked up bullshit. I consider I consider but, myself a ranch sommelier, so. You know, I really know a lot about what ranch should be paired with. So I think a peppercorn ranch with a whale blowhole salad is really where you want to go with that. Well, you've heard it here. Go get you a go get you a blowhole salad (laughs) that is the size of a Volkswagen. I always thought of the blowhole uh, on a whale sort of like a urethra. A urethra? (laughs) A urethra. If this is your body part too, urethra. <laughs> yeah, I think, kind of think that they're like similar, a little bit different. Because- Do you breathe out your dick? <laughs> Do you breathe out your dick? Because you don't. You know what? You, you. It's not the same. It's not the same. If I mean, you are. And wait a minute. If you are floating in the ocean. And you take down your pants, and your head is underwater. You still can't breathe because it's not how it works. I just said it was similar, not exact. It's not similar. It's really not. It's really not. Can we let you? And and some men, some men can breathe better than other men too. And it's just one of those facts of life. You just gotta. You just got to get used to it. Yeah, Brandy, you, you don't you don't know what you're talking about here. Obviously, that's my bad. That's on me. You're a woman. Yeah, well, having raised boys, I just assumed you can, that's my bad. You know, I'm just saying that they have they serve similar functions. No. No, they don't. <laughs> they actually don't. Until you start pissing out your nose, they do not. Serve similar functions. There are well, two different ends of your body that are not meant to do the same but thing. But you know what I mean? Like when you get the blow hole. No, I don't. Blow, and blow no. stuff out. When you, you know, you can blow things out of your penis. <laughs> you don't this have is true. One, You don't know. I, <laughs> if you can blow things out of your penis. <laughs> let me tell you something. You really need let to me, see somebody. What you, we have to deal with that you don't have to deal with. Mm. After men have sex, right? I, I'm going to break this down for you. If the colonel was here, he he, he could back me up on. We haven't even started this motherfucking story. We are we're how only, far into this? We're only thirty-five minutes in. Minutes. Minute. <laughs> well, let's say no. I'm just, well, I'm to be fair, saying, Tim was gone for like two minutes, so you know, well, two minutes minus that, right? So not not that that long. Okay, so thirty-three minutes. Sure, <laughs> so sure, sure. when when a man is when a man is pleasuring his his partner, I've already started ignoring you. And I'm already there, not listening. There is a climax. Sometimes the semen, semen in a well, you know, wells have semen. <laughs> Sometimes all the semen doesn't get out. In fact, out. there's what's called a sperm and, whale. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and this, you know, the sperm stays in and then when you go pee it's really hard because you're not only peeing urine you're peeing semen as well i don't think that's 
normal. I think you need it's to not. So that, that's 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 called a retrograde ejaculation, and that requires some. Oh my god! Why do you know that? <laughs> Go to the doctor if that's your thing. Why do you no, know? No. You know what? Every fifteen-year-old boy knows that. Ask Noah; he'll tell you. I absolutely will not. I mean, when you were when you were fifteen, you wank off at least twelve times a day. But what else are you going to do? I mean, my kids not. I okay. Please, can we talk about the murders? Okay, all right. Let's talk. <laughs> I've about never heard someone want to talk about murder before. Jeez, are you kidding? Look at Ra- the alternative. Racial tensions. <sighs> racial tensions ran high across the United States in the late 1960s. There's breaking with the murder with the murders of civil rights leaders such as Malcolm X and Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. The country was a powdered cake. This was especially true in Stamford, Connecticut. Located I feel like Stamford, Connecticut was not really a place that had a lot of unrest. I mean, it's kind of like doing a drive-by uh, and a cul-de-sac, right? I mean, I mean, I mean it just doesn't well, seem like... It is Connecticut. It's Connecticut. Well, it's Connecticut. Well, it, you know, it was located in southwestern Connecticut, about 40 miles from New York City. Today, Stanford is a rare, is a relatively diverse community. It's located in a, an affluent state uh, that uh, residents uh, have uh, were a medium household income seventy seven thousand dollars, slightly above the state average, but only half that of neighboring Greenwich. Ten percent of the population is living at or below the poverty line. And in a state that is 71% white and only 53% of the Stanford residents are white. So, you know, Stanford at this time was not as affluent as it is today. In addition to the segregation, the education system saw schools in the white areas of town with high graduation rates while schools in the black areas of town were terribly underfunded and resulted in high dropout rates. To address and nothing's this, changed. Yeah, basically. Uh, to See, I couldn't tell if we were talking problem. about the 60s or now. I was, you know, right. Yeah. I don't know, where, where are we now? Yeah. Yeah, we're really <laughs> regressing quickly. To address this problem, Stanford began voluntarily desegregating schools in the early 1960s. In 1962, Stanford's Board of Education developed a plan to desegregate the district's two high schools. Then, in 1967-1968, the board created a new attendance plan to desegregate middle schools. I know you guys are too young for this, but uh, when I was growing up, this these desegregation of schools was going on, and it it did not go well. I mean, there were a lot of protests from from both sides. Uh, so, so tell most, me, mostly from the whites, though, huh? So, what, like what was that? By, how how old were terrible. you when that happened, or like what grade were you in when that happened? I mean, uh, you know, the B- Brown versus Board of Education was what 1954. I wasn't right. born then, but it didn't right. start actually moving. You know, things started happening t- till the 60s, and I clearly remember that. I remember when uh, 
I remember when uh, Dr. King was assassinated. But I mean, like you were like in what second or third grade? When, oh yeah, when I this mean, went yeah, down. I was like seven or seven or eight, something like okay. that. Okay, yeah. So, so you can remember black kids coming into your school that you were in? Did that? No, happen? not in Portsmouth. Not well. Portsmouth was already segregated, but we only have one black kid in Portsmouth. Yeah, we. So, I mean, it was I mean, a small, couldn't. but but there was a small area of town where uh, only blacks lived, and. Really? You know, okay. yeah, and then if you if they look for housing outside of it, you know, it, they weren't welcome. Um, you know, it's a good old now, red line, but it, it it was yeah, it was you know it was. I mean, there was laws against it because those you know the Civil Rights Act passed in 1964, but you know it was still very segregated. Anyway, I remember going to like the movie theaters, and they wasn't. uh, they would have old signs up that, you know, white, it was like black kids had to go up to the balcony. They couldn't sit like in the lower levels. They had to go up in the mat. Now that wasn't in fact, I mean, it wasn't being enforced then because the civil rights uh, act was already passed, but the signs were still, you know, there, they were like, you know, faded or whatever, but they were still there. So it wasn't that long ago. Um, so these changes uh, about school desegregation were not welcomed by the white uh, community in Stanford, and it would soon lead to confrontations. This was the environment in the city in 1969 when young black women started disappearing. The first victim was 22-year-old Donna Roberts. She was found strangled besides besides this major parkway uh, in Stanford in 1968, just one month after Martin Luther King had been assassinated. The late 60s and early 70s was like prime time for it. Um, it really was. There was a there was a lot killers. of bad serial killers out there at that time. Well, a lot of people still hitchhiked back in those days. Oh, that's and, true. And and yeah, they were a lot of serial killers running around. Seemed like in the seventies and eighties was like the peak. When you think so, Brandy, seventy and eighties, the peak for serial killers. Oh gosh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there there seemed to be a lot of them. I remember my my uh, my my grandfather, my mom's dad, always telling me that when he was a kid, they just hitchhiked everywhere, and they didn't think anything about yeah. it. So this was like the the forties yeah. and fifties. I mean, today there's no way. And every once in a while, when you see a hitchhiker, you think there's no way I'm Shady. something for that person. Serial killer. Always shading. Sus as hell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, um, King's death set off racial upheavals nationwide. I do remember that. In Stanford, people shot police through Molotov cocktails and set buildings on fire. I love a good At a West... At a... Well, I mean, it depends, you know, how it's served. Usually on the rocks uh, is best, I feel like. Absolutely. At a West Main Street poultry market, Shaken rioters, riot, riot, rioters killed the white chickens and set the black and brown chickens free. The murders began, the murders began on or after August the 4th, 1967. Well, I guess they did. Oh, God. Either they did. Either they happened before 
during or after August 4th, 1967. You wrote it! Kind of, when, kind of, you know, that reminds me a lot of the, that wording is is when uh, um, the, the, the pandemic started and there was a doctor yeah. being interviewed and the doctor said, you know, with COVID, there's going to be a beginning, a middle, and an end. And I remember my wife and I looked at each other and went, well, no fucking shit. Just like right. everything else in the world, there's a beginning, there's a middle, and there's an end. Did I really need a doctor okay. to tell me that? But again, Tim wrote this. So I don't know. I mean, well, who's to blame for that? I, I'm going to write a strongly alert, uh, worded letter to myself. Okay. The so Tim has beautiful the prose. Began, it's, his, it's, his own, it's his own language. <laughs> murders began on or after August 4th, 1967, when 29-year-old Rose Ellen Pazda, also known as Sissy Rush, <laughs> Sissy Rush, I have no idea why. Doesn't matter. She was reported missing in Stanford. Despite the uh, authorities' efforts, they were unable to locate Sissy until April the 4th, 1969. So almost, you know, like eight months or something like that. When her skeletal remains were found. A little bit more than that. It's like a year. Yeah. Um, Due to the advanced state of the decomposition, the coroner was she was decomposed. Decompensation is a the, different thing. The coroner was unable to determine her exact date of death. Uh, this murder was followed up by a twenty-one year uh, followed up by twenty-one year old Gloria Kahn on September eighth, whose corpse was found only sixty yards away from where Donna Roberts uh, had been murdered. Hmm. So. He's on a spree here. Yep. The next victim was 19-year-old Gail Thompson, who was found strangled on July 10th, 1971. So, you know, we're talking, you know, three or four or five years span here. On August 22nd, 1971, the fifth and final confirmed victim, 34-year-old Alma T. Henry, was found inside a trash can by two passing motorists who were on their way to watch a football game. I wonder if they get to How see the you? game or the No, <laughs> or I'm sure they, I'm sure that they actually found a phone booth, called the police, and then went on their way. Contacted the local authorities. Yeah. I mean So you think they went you think they went to the game? I think that I don't care. Do you know how much football tickets are? And I'm sure even back then they were expensive. But I mean, really, if you're going, let, let's say you're going to see, Ooh. uh, Ooh. pull something out your ass and hear it. <laughs> What's that guy singing? Nope. That Josh singer, Josh Grobane or whoever. Josh Groban. Yeah. Okay. Let's say you were, <laughs> let's say you were going to a concert. This is easy. Him. And you found, like, you see, look at a trash can, you see an arm and maybe a leg sticking sure, out. Sure, sure, sure. Do you make, do you, you know, pin that? <laughs> Put a pin in that? Well, hold on. Let, let me, let me ask some context later. here because I don't know. Brandy, are you a big Josh Grobane fan? Is that why he used that as an example? No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Right, I thought he so was me giving up those really tickets. Just me giving up those tickets, would I would do that, yeah. Let, let, let me oh, say this. No. Let me say this. 
So in, in two weeks, my wife and I, we're flying to Las Vegas to see Kelly Clarkson and her residency, who I love almost more than anything in this world other than like my wife and my truck is Kelly Clarkson. I could find my mother in a trash can before going to the concert <laughs> and I would still go to see Kelly Clarkson. So, so there are things that. that are just once in a lifetime that you just got to do no matter what. You can clearly see how different I am from Thad. Because I would say, but, but, or at least pull it out of the way so that I could call them later after I got done. That's what I mean. You you put a pen in it on your. You're like, I, this can sit for three hours. I'll be. She's back. already dead. Still be dead. <laughs> no, there's, I would, there's I no would sense stop. in. In all honesty, I, mean, yeah. I would. I would. I would. I would call the police. I would stand even, there and do wait. You, but do you, do you even know really if that's her? Like, if there's a body in there, it might be someone just, you know, playing a game, putting a human arm out there. Like, See, that's, right. that's what I so, like the, That would be the, the thing that I would think, too, is there's no way this is actually a But a here's the thing. We're indicating that her entire body was in there. So I don't know what would be worse. Somebody playing a joke with a human arm and a human leg, sticking it out of a trash can with nothing else. Or, you know, the fact that her entire body's in there. So yeah. no, I, I'm not. I, you run the risk. You know, you run the ri- You run the risk of missing the first quarter if you if you call the authorities. Well, you mean, can just call the authorities and you know yeah. just give them the information. Say, hey, I was right. walking by a trash can. I see a human arm and human leg. They're going to want to talk to me further. I mean, it doesn't matter. They're going to want to talk to me further. If I, I mean, I'm going to run to this concert right quick, but I'll stop back by on my way home. <laughs> That's not going to happen. They're going to come and find you in the middle of that guy. That's what concert. I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So, you might as well just look, stay. So, if you don't get to the merch booths, if you don't get to the merch booths early, they can be out of the T-shirt that you want. So I totally yeah. understand needing to get there. And you got sometimes they, if you don't get there early, you don't. You're not able to get the tri blend shirts. You have to get the 100 percent cotton. Oh, oh my god, the worst. Really, yeah, really that's super worse than ones. being murdered and stuffed in a trash can. <laughs> Well, not another, getting I mean, the tri-blend tri- shirt. <laughs> Fuck off. Let's just keep it going because y'all are killing me. Jesus. All right. Well, anyway, Poor Alma. She, Poor fucking Alma. Alma she differed significantly from, pre- from previous victims because she was not known to be a sex worker or uh, have an active addiction because all the other ones were known to be prostitutes or drug addicts. But instead... She lived with her husband and four children in Southfield Village, a low-income housing project within Stanford. So there you go, Brandy. Mm-hmm. It's not only the hookers that get murdered. I, that's true. Alma's my girl. Now, according to the investigators' conclusions, the murders ceased after Alma's death. They were quickly linked because, you know, maybe he realized he did wrong and said, okay, she's not a drug addict and she wasn't a hooker. I killed her. I did something wrong. So yes. this has, this, this has to stop. Yeah, this guy had a crisis of conscience. Yeah, that's what yes. happened. Clearly. Because, <laughs> because we all know that sex workers aren't, aren't actual people. So oh my God. I guess that's, well, this that's, guy. that's admissible, right? Fucking, yeah. I mean, Chuck is a guy. sex worker. Just look at his OnlyFans. You know, I, I, I think he's a human. Uh, we should all respect that. You God, know. who would buy that? You know, women on there, uh, women on there sell their farts. How do you know that? that is, uh, it's a thing. Look it up. I don't want to I'm look serious. it up. Why would I want to look it up? 
Oh, why not? Google it. Way, it worked. Let, let me, let me just give an update here. I, I just received an email back that, that my bid for chuckspenis.com is being considered. So we, oh, we will keep you abreast of, of that. There will be there will be a lot of traffic on that site, I'm sure. No. It's going to be a big one. Tim, we're going to have we're going to have to up the uh, the amount that we pay per month for our hosting because it's going to yeah because it's going to crash. We yeah. need to start charging. We used to, we used to have a website, don't we? Chuckspenis.com is big. It's going to it's it's going to be the next big thing. Chuck's penis, the next big Gross. thing. No, it's see. not. It's not. It's going to stay small. Remember when he was the face of uh, erectile dysfunction? I do remember. Chuck. <laughs> what? He was oh. a face of erectile dysfunction, and he's he was the face of bloody stool for a while too. He he didn't like that man. He wouldn't let it. He, he got mad. He said not to use that one because he said because Renee's relative had colon cancer and it wasn't funny. So we had to. Call, I think he just didn't like us calling him the face of bloody stool. Uh, you know. All right. Anyway, according to investigators' conclusions, the murder like ceased a after her death. Dungeons and Dragons name, the face of bloody stuff. I, I can get behind it that. Not. You could be a mage. They were quickly they were quickly linked together by the fact that all victims were African American and had been found within forty meters, four hundred meters of the Merritt Parkway. Well, the, yeah, I guess you could link them all together, and the fact that three of the victims. Uh, Roberts, Kahn, and Henry had been strangled by their own brawls, which is why the killer received the moniker. So Donna Donna Roberts was not killed by her bra. No, uh, yeah, uh, no. Or not George Roberts. Uh, Sissy Rush was not strangled with her bra. Yeah. Okay. Right. So they never. Most of them were. Was she the one I, cosplaying as Oscar the Grouch, the one in the trash can? Was that her? Stop it. Never Was mind the fact else? that... No, it's Chuck. Never mind the fact that... Yeah, good detective work. We're linking together all the girls that were strangled with their bras. Like, the Stanford good police. Detective some of work. the best in that time. That's right. That's Way to go. right. Good gumshoe work. They're nailing it. What does... But Brady, let me ask you women, this. I, what I have does a these murders all have in common? Right. They were That's killed right. with their own bras. They were their own bras. But Brandy, let me ask you this. If you were to be strangled, would you rather be strangled with your own bra or someone else's? Oh, mine, because I, yeah, no, I'd, I'd rather just be strangled with mine. I, I feel like is it's the it? same Why? kind of thing. Why is that? Listen, because you guys don't even it- understand. So if you have a bra, first of all, I know what size my bra is. So, I mean, I'm definitely getting strangled. But also, like, it's my own bra, then it's my own smell, it's my own sweat, it's my own, like, mm. I don't want to smell somebody else's boob sweat. Especially during this time. Is it the same, time, is uh, it the in your, same in your as last minutes on Earth? Do you right. consider it yeah. underwear? you consider it underwear? What I consider underwear what? You consider bras as underwear. They are, but there is, they go in the umbrella of of underwear, but then there are <laughs> the umbrella, the umbrella of underwear, but then there's panties and there's bras. So, yeah. and some people don't like the word panty. I don't care. Why? So I don't know the same reason you don't like the word moist. Who cares? But it's just a thing. <laughs> moist panties. Is and they're so... not cheap. No, they're not cheap. They're, 
I do not want to smell somebody else's boob sweat. And I stand firmly at that. Firmly. That's the hill that you will die on. That's the hill I will die on. That I don't want to smell anybody else's boob sweat. I don't think it's that much to ask. All right, Brandy, continue with our story. I guess I think of myself. I, you know, the the the, the shirt that I wear. When I buy a dress shirt, I have to I have to wear I have to buy a size twenty because I have a I have a large neck. Uh-huh. So I think to me, if someone was trying to put their tiny bra around it, I could I could maybe wiggle out and escape. Right? Yeah, but you understand. Hey, Brand- now, hey Brandy, you that remember the cuts back? Are in not the-, the issue. What? Brandy, you remember back uh, when the, this podcast episode first started, and you said we would move quickly because Trump wasn't here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. You guys are just ridiculous. But listen, it doesn't matter because if somebody's like a 42A, you're fucked because it's the diameter. It's the circumference that matters. But isn't an A small? The cup is small. The cups themselves are small. But if somebody wears like a 42, which is all the way, this the circumference would go underneath. Somebody wears like a 42A, then it doesn't matter because you have the length. The cups don't mean dick. Unless you I want mean, to put I it over that. the face. So the cups have think. nothing to do with the length of the bra. The Correct. cups are just the what cover the, the breast. Holders. The cups I'm are the boob so holders. On this I'm sorry. Oh, wow. No, I'm sorry I, that you know that now. I cups feel are the boob, let me ask. Cups are the boob holders. Ask. What? Okay. You, do you think this guy brought his own bras or did he use I doubt it. The... He probably used what was on hand. <laughs> okay. I mean, but you know, some serial killers are very methodical. And, and I know. And, uh, you know, I, I always had problems. With your sports bra? bra? I always had problems getting bras off of women. Hmm. I, I, I different, you know, that clasp at the back of it. I can never get that to work right. And it was very, it's always was very awkward for me. I learned early. I learned early the 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 middle finger and thumb trick from my dad. You just you oh, kind of Jesus, squeeze Joey. and you, you give it a snap and it comes right off. And well, one of the on how many things hooks. I learned from my dad. But it also depends on how many hooks she has in the back. Because this you can't well, do, that's true. you can't do that if she's got four hooks back there. You would have to either well, and the other, and the the, other thing, if you have large you hands, do, you can. You can get if all of them. If you're in the back in seat of a car, down. it makes it even back seat of a car makes it even more difficult. Oh, sure. back seat. Those were the days. <laughs> no, they. Oh God, they were not. Oh, can, no. can you think? Can you think about? Well, now, I mean, those, I mean it wasn't that long ago. No, no thanks. That, that, I know because sometimes you just you just uh-huh. can't, you just can't come together. You there's, know what I mean? there's no room I, for anything. I. <laughs> well, first of all, back in the days when I would have done that shit, I had there were plenty of room because I was about a hundred pounds lighter. I was, you know, you could fly over a back seat. Anyway, okay. So months went by without any arrests being made in the murder case. Local authorities came under increased pressure by Stanford's black community, who accused the police of negligence due to the fact that the victims were poor black women. I mean, yes. Some called for an internal investigation to be conducted on the city's police department and for the negligent officers to be punished on the grounds that they violated. I don't know what they violated, but they violated it. Civil rights. Civil rights. All right. So yeah, that reminds April, me a lot of, of reminds me a lot of Wolf Blitzer when he was on CNN. 
and he said well, they were talking still on about CNN. Yeah, Wolf Blitzer. Yeah, so Wolf Blitzer. There he's was 108. You know what, uh, he's 108. He's 108. That, he was talking you know about what? a hurricane. What? I don't like that situation room. They make it sound like, you know, you know, this you're in the situation room. And then they go on to talk about, I don't know, like something really mundane. Yeah, I need a situation. Give me a situation yeah. and I'm happy to come along. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> I know, but Wolf, Wolf has been on CNN, Wolf. For like a hundred years, so I mean, he's he's, fine. he's been, and, and, and so, but, you he, know, so he, he talks, said, he, so he was talking. He talks about, to you like you're a moron. Some people are fad. What? <laughs> Come on! I, I can't even he's, get it out. I'm trying. Like, remember, I know. you need to because he's remember fucking going on about whatever the fuck. <laughs> what? Remember, a candidate only needs two hundred and seventy votes, electoral votes, to be elected president. Wait a minute! Right now. Joseph Biden has 283 electoral votes. Okay. That is more than the 270 votes needed. Okay, I you. don't... What the fuck just happened? You got so excited. Listen. Listen. I mean, have you ever listened to him? He actually talks, listen, he talks no. down to you. No. Do you know what I want you to do besides put your camera up a little bit so I can see the rest of your fucking face? Is walk outside, walk outside, look around... And then think to yourself, why would Wolf Blitzer have to explain shit? Walk outside. No, you know what I'm saying? I know that 200. I've I known since I was like in the fourth you grade that 200. You know it. But no, but other people don't. Other people are like, what? What? I don't understand. What do you mean 270 is more than 280? Elect- 280 electoral votes is more than the 270 votes needed. For Joseph Biden to be the next president of the United States, I love Let's it. Say this again. Tim, Tim, Tim's a fan. I, I think we need to. I know. Uh, and see. first of all, I love this. He sounds nothing like like Wolf Blitzer, which is better. Well, because I get, he's trying no, to make I'm the done. face. But I'm done with saying it. I'm can I just say, it. Brandy, just real quick, uh-huh. just real quick, I want to say, I I have a much deeper appreciation for you right now. Than I think I ever have before. Seeing what you. you put up with doing these recordings, because right. I found myself doing it too, and I feel what? bad. But it just, you know, <laughs> wait a minute, you've got to and deal with I this all the know, time. But what I want to know is, how the fuck did I get to be the straight man on this motherfucker? Why am I the <laughs> one that's in charge of the fucking monkey? Well, Tim was I mean, supposed to be think, in charge. Think about it, Brandy. I mean, I don't want to. You can say it's me, or you can say it's Chuck. Now you got. Now we got that here. Oh, Maybe so it's, it's me. Not, not, ma- exactly. It's me. It's me. You're right. You're right. It's me. Anyway, you attract that sort of person. I. Um, All right. Let, let's 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 write the ship. Let's let's get back to it. Come on. Let's write the Titanic and move forward. In April of 1969, the Stanford Police. What? I. I was eight years old. That was right before my eighth birthday, and I got a guitar. <laughs> I got a guitar for my eighth birthday that I never learned how to play. I don't give a shit. Why would I give a shit about that? Why would anybody give a shit about that? I bet you if you told because me you know, that, who was actually paid to give a shit about that, she would not give a shit about that. <laughs> you know, Leanne is, saying, more, oh, Leanne is gonna, morally obligated to give a shit about that. I don't and think really if, too. If, if you're going to learn a musical <laughs> instrument, learn it when you're young. 
I'm saying I had a guitar when I was eight years old and I still didn't learn. I'm saying, what does that have to do with these poor women getting strangled by their fucking bras? Because you, you said it was in April in 1969. I turned eight years old in May of 1969. Oh, my God. And see, guess what? Oh, see. well, and to add to that, I wasn't born yet. Okay, so we're all good about where we are in 1969. No, I, no, I'm just saying. I'm just you can't saying. Just blanketly say. I still had 11 child, years. Musical before instrument. I came. Given a child a musical instrument, and they will learn how to play it. Because I was eight years old. Okay. And I still don't parenting, know how to play to get. Parenting tips from Tim, who has no children. <laughs> all right, so. In April of 1969, Jim got a guitar for Christmas that he never learned how to play. And birthday, birthday. And and the Stanford police received a call from a man who identified himself as a preacher named James Miller. The caller then told them where they could find Pazda's remains, claiming in turn that he had been told of the location during a phone call with a man he did not know. Let's pause for thought. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pause for pause for. Well, that was that that was before caller ID. But okay, so this guy just called him and said, "Hey, this chick is over here." Why would he call the preacher? Why would he call the preacher man or the son of a preacher man or whatever this fucking guy is to tell him that? Why that guy? Did he just go through the yellow pages and pick a name? Goof. Nah, stupid. All right, uh, let's see. As they wanted to question him in person, really. He wanted to reach out to a man of God. As they wanted to question him in person, investigators compiled a list of every clergyman in the state who bore the surname Miller, uh, which eventually drew their attention to a resident of Norwalk, a 42-year-old man, a 42-year-old white man by the name of Benjamin Franklin Miller. That is a white man's name, yes. Benjamin Franklin Miller, Jr. You know this Uh, son of a bitch has no rhythm. Well, that, and he has three (laughs) names. Three names. Yeah. Uh, oh, four a, if you count Junior. Yeah. Is, is Junior a name? No, or? Junior is a... Um, it's a suffix. Yes. He was a post office clerk and a self-ordained street preacher. Oh, my gosh. He spent most of his time with black congregations after his own church expelled him. Described by his former pastor as almost a fanatic, Miller had moved to Connecticut from Illinois at 18 years of age in 1948. Employed at the post office for 10 years, he talked religion on the job, but otherwise ignored his fellow workers, keeping to himself whenever possible. I mean, that would be annoying, you know, having a worker talk about religion, you know, co-worker talking about religion all the time. I know. It would be just, well, you just avoid him. If he wants to keep to himself, then you just let him. Let me tell you what happened yesterday. I I bought, we, we bought new office chairs yesterday at Staples and cause we, we've had her for like four years. So like, well, we both need new office chairs cause we both work at home. So we we're coming out and I see these two and target is right next door. And there are these two young girls just walking across the parking lot. And I'm like, okay, well they're just coming over to Staples. And I noticed they have name badges on and they come over and I'm kind of like looking at them and the one stops and she says to me, Hey, would you like to come to church tomorrow? And my immediate thing that I wanted to say was, I'm sorry, I'm married. Because I thought she was trying to pick me up. And then I was like, uh, that would be your, yeah, naturally, that would be what your first thought would be. And then I was like, oh, no, they're they're trying to get me. But I'm like, you're just walking around trying to get people Were to come to your church. First were of they all, Mormons? Were I, they I my don't people? know. I, 
I did they wearing little black name tags? There was a name tag, yes. There was a name black tag. Name but my tag? point is, it yeah. was 100 degrees yesterday, or it felt like 100 degrees. These two women are out just walking up and down a busy-ass road. I mean, yeah. go to a neighborhood and do that if you need to. That didn't yeah. seem safe to me. Not at all. It's not, but whatever. And, 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 and I mean, it's not like you can go to Target and cool down either. This is true. This is or very staples. true. Um, while he denied involvement in the killings, he admitted he had sex in his car with one of the victims, Gail Thompson. However, forensic well, examination revealed no biological traces. No biological traces or signs of intercourse on Thompson's body immediately prior to her death. But suspicious, suspicions against Miller grew when he provided details about the killings, which were not known to the public. According to I investigators, feel like, I, I feel like, uh, what do you I feel? feel? Like sta- I'm I so feel excited. Like I feel like Staples is at one of those stores from the past that really should just fold. First of all, <laughs> you know, Staples you know, is my favorite store. I love to go to Staples. You know, like what was that? Uh, what was that uh, Mexican restaurant? Chichis. Back in Chichis, yeah. I like, love Chichis. It knew. Man. It knew when to close, and and it, its time had passed. And I think the same is true with. That staples only they don't recognize that their time has passed. Oh, I'm not sure what this has to do with fuck all that we're talking about, <laughs> but I'm gonna go ahead and keep keep reading so I can get to work on time. Okay. Well, I feel okay. just, but, but just talking about Chi-Chi's, oh. weren't I mean, they they were poisoning people, they had had some salmonella me? breakout, at least the ones around oh, here. Chi-Chi's. That's why they closed. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if that was all over the place or just here, but was that with their nachos or? It was in like the lettuce and the jalapenos and things like oh, that. Oh, e-, e. coli. So, e. coli. That's what it was. It was E. coli. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and it was so funny, right? Like as soon as I I'm anti E. coli, Brandy. See, you know that woman at suit. He doesn't like. You know he doesn't like hospitals. He doesn't like E. coli. Most people like E. coli. So that's. You know that woman that suit. I've had E. coli. For, oh. for assault. Her name. Her name is Jean E. Something. E. Jean Carroll. Yeah. E. Yeah, every time I see her name, I think of E. coli. That's great. According to investigators, <laughs> once he was presented with photographs of the victims, Miller supposedly claimed that Thompson had been strangled with a handkerchief. Fuck off with that. Not a bra. Just because it looks like the same spelling, you know. Uh, this contrasted with what was said in the media, which stated all five had been strangled with bras. In late 1971, Ben Miller Jr., Agreed to undergo a polygraph test, but the results were inconclusive due to the fact that he was fucking crazy. As a result, yeah, you know, never take a polygraph test. Never. Okay. As a result, he was ordered to undergo a psychiatric evaluation, which concluded that Miller had schizophrenia. Due to this, he was interned for treatment at Fairfield Hills Hospital on February 17th. And during his internment, he exhibited symptoms of hypochondria and clinical delusions. After some time, Miller suddenly confessed to to the murders to a psychiatrist and declared that he wanted to talk to investigators working on the case. (laughs) On on February, sorry, 29th, 1972, Miller confessed to killing seven women in total. And according to investigators, he described killing Thompson in detail and indicated where three others had been dumped. Here's what I don't understand. Why would you ever admit to killing seven people? Once you do that, that that's I don't it. Know. 
you have yeah. there's we'll no come room back to go that. there as far as a plea. There's no. Yeah, but I, I just people do it now. They come back from that and go, "Yeah, I know I said that, but I didn't mean it." This I know I confessed, but I was. I was basically, what is what basically yeah. is what happens here. Yeah. All right. So due to this, he's rest on March first, nineteen seventy-two. He recreated various aspects of the crime scenes on site. Due to this, he was arrested in front of the Fairfield Hills Hospital on March 18th and formally charged with five murders. He was arrested again and represented the Stamford Police Department held a press conference to announce that they'd arrested a suspect, but declined to give details about what led to his arrest, like him showing them where the bodies were, whatever. The announcement was met with skepticism from the members of the black community in Stamford, who believed Miller was simply a scapegoat. After the arraignment, Miller recanted his confession. At the trial, his father appeared as a witness for the defense and told the court that his son called him after he confessed to the murders, claiming he was insane and that the policeman had duped him into confessing without verifying his claims. Miller, Uh, Sad. That would be a good topic for your history to read short. The the origins of the word scapegoat. Oh. All right, we, we will add that doesn't to the sound, list. That doesn't sound interesting. Anyway, um, <laughs> Miller also said they used coercive tactics such as threatening to beat him. Exposing. I'm sorry it's not as interesting know, about inter- as, why, a mo- why as a movie about me? a guy becomes a war. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Really? I watched that. That was cool. Yeah. But yeah, did you watch The cool. Well? The Well? The Well? No, because I'm reading this right now, and so we could talk oh. about that. Not now. Okay. No, I've not watched the well. If I'd watched Brandy the well, I would have told you about it. Brandy is laser focused on these bra murders, Tim. She she needs. I'm to laser know. focused. Yeah, I'm not always She's laser focused. In. Take advantage of it. Um, let's try see. To, try so, to get through this. Jesus. He also said. I they just want to say them. also, I Fuck I me. love your shirt, Brandy. <laughs> the oh, scientific method. Fuck around, find out. That is that's so fantastic. It reminds it me, and I and I'm I think I'm going to go back and buy this that's hat it. for you for DweebCon. When I Yay. went to get gas yesterday, because buying I think hats oh, and gas, gas station hats is fashionable. Gas station hats are great. I do want a gas station hat. It, it said, "Don't ask me a damn thing on the hat," and I thought that is so brandy. Yeah, I love don't it. Ask me, it says, "Don't, don't ask, ask me shit. a damn thing." So that's going to be Dino. my gift to you for DweebCon. Oh, thank you. Just as a, as a side note, because I don't have side notes very often, I have – so working at Target, you have to wear a red shirt. It can say whatever as long as it's not offensive. It can do whatever. So, of course, I'm like, sweet. So I bought a couple of shirts, and I bought one that is this picture of Jesus kind of leaning over, and he says, I saw that. And so I wore it <laughs> – I wore it to work yesterday <laughs> – and, and it was like super, I mean, everybody was like, oh my God, I love your shirt. This lady comes up and she goes, can I take a picture of your shirt for my church group? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, I mean, and I mean, and I tried to like, I had on my little like tree of life earrings. So I mean, I was trying to go for a whole theme, but yeah. So now I can wear my little, I saw that shirt anytime I want because evidently everybody loves it. So I'm very excited. Yeah. It's amazing. Okay. So. Miller's saying they threatened to beat him, exposing his infidelity, make him, make him lose his good job and custody of his child if he did not sign the confession. 
When pressed to explain what happened at the crime scene recreations, he said he was unable to recall circumstances of the murder and even factually inaccurate claims, despite knowing the area and expressing doubt about the investigator's conclusions. I don't even know if that made any sense, but there you have it. Miller's attorney eventually filed an emotion, filed a motion to have his claim evaluated with the results showing that he could not be legally held responsible for his actions due to being a schizophrenic and the hallucinations accompanying him. On 19, in 1973, of February of 1973, the prosecutor's office agreed to drop two of the murder charges with Miller eventually being acquitted by reason of insanity of the remaining three. Benjamin Miller was ordered to spend the next 25 years in a psychiatric facility and was subsequently transferred to one after his trial ended. After Miller's trial, his relatives hired lawyers who got full access to his criminal case. They studied the content and found out about the existence of another potential suspect, but this was not disclosed by the prosecutor's office at trial, and due to this, an appeal was filed. The alternative suspect was a resident of Stanford named Robert Lupinaki. Lupinacci? Lupinacci. Lupinacci. Yes, I mean, I get it. Lupinacci. Whatever. Who was arrested in July of 1972 while attempting to strangle a black sex worker in the same neighborhood where the other victims had been found. I mean, could be a viable other suspect. I don't. Uh, Investigators. Oh, Jesus. Investigators learned that he spent most, most of these. Jesus. Much of his free time. In the city's red light district, who knew Stanford, Connecticut had a red light district and was acquainted news. with many sex workers and pimps, despite being a known racist. So Tim he's an all 80s, around good guy. Tim in the 80s, when you were doing your pimp work on the West Side. Yeah. Pimping um, yeah. it, it, it isn't. You know, you've, got to, you've got to keep them in line. Did you ever see any any funny business as far as, you know, guys hanging around a little too much with with the women? Did that happen? Well, you know, that's the thing. Because, you know, the thing is, some of these guys, Johns, they fall in love with the hookers. Mm. And they, they, you know, it's a Cinderella syndrome or something. They try to save them, right? Gotcha. It's the pretty and, woman syndrome. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, they, they try to save them, but, you know. Yeah. You know, one, and one ho, thing I learned. A hoe's going to hoe, Brandy. Yeah. And one thing I learned from, from Chuck's book. Um, how no. to make love to a woman was it taught there was a there was a section there now in braille now now in braille, in braille. Uh, a section on there in sex workers where i learned <laughs> that you don't pay for sex you, you pay, pay him, yeah. for them to leave and that i felt is, that uh the god's honest truth that that, that really was word, i felt that word brandy word word there are no words in life i felt washed <laughs> over and that that was the light that's right. You oh don't my pay God. for the sex. You pay them to leave. Yeah, that is definitely true. So, you know, pour right. some out for Chuck. I can attest. He's a brilliant that. man. You attest to nothing. Uh, you know, remember when I when I was uh, with Inky, she left me a note saying that oh, it in case I weren't. <laughs> she, left me, she left me a note after, you know, after she had, you know, she left. left me a note. Left. After she left. left. Yeah. It said, here's my address in case you want to send me something. <laughs> I'm like, I tossed that shit in the trash can. Keep asking, send her anything, fucker. All right. So, 
Here's well, I mean, my Amazon to, wish list in case agree. you want to buy me something. You have to agree on that shit ahead of time. You know, you just can't right. say, you know. It's part of the thing. I, I thought it was. Like, Timmy, I hope you're like proud. It. For this entire segment, I hope you're proud of yourself. So I'm going to keep moving. Can I, can I, I just embarrass yourself further. No, can I just give a shout out? I'm going to give a shout out to the, to the HBO show Cat House that features uh, the, the, the prostitution house in, in Las Vegas. I, it makes me reminds uh, me of that chicken ranch. Uh, uh, the the kitten the kitty ranch. Not now I can't even think. Yeah, I, I, I'm oh, emotional. Yeah. I don't even remember. Oh, yeah, God. that was the that was originally in Texas. That's where the best little warehouse best little warehouse in Texas that play was based upon it. Dolly and then Parton. they moved to Las Vegas. See, I'm, I'm yeah, gonna look this up here. Cat House the series, uh, the Moonlight Bunny Ranch. That that's what it was. Yeah, it's a, bu- used, yeah, it's right. a bunny ranch now, but it's it used to be a chicken bunny ranch. Because originally, guy during the Depression, guys paid with chickens. When, uh, uh, what's his name? What was the actor? Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds and uh, Dolly Parton had to break up. I, I cried at the end of the I day. know, it's terrible. It's such a touching love story. <laughs> Fuck off. In 19... I know, right? In 19- I got a little misty-eyed. I'm just saying. Okay, are you ready? So, investigators They had, a, they had learned... an hooker on that show. In that movie. Okay. Investigators learn I, I will kill she you. Get I know where you I are. I don't know what her name was. But okay, listen. The bodies... Very they- attractive, anyway. I watched that not too long ago. Leanne and I watched it. Did ya? What happened? I don't know if... It- well, Ooh, I think Leanne got me. a little teary-eyed. Did she? Teary-eyed. Yeah. Little whorehouse in Texas. Oh my gosh! Tell me more about that. I'm dying. <laughs> well, to know. did you well, watch this... it on your computer, or did you actually have you bought a television? No, we have a TV. This, oh, you the thing a TV was... now. Oh, okay, great. What size the thing is it? Was, they were just what size fun. is it? They were they were a corp. They were a. I mean, did you watch a, it on DVD uh, or did you stream it? They were a good corporate citizens. Uh-huh. They they paid they paid for the little league uniforms and everything. They did, and and then some muckraker. Oh, Dom the muckrakers are the worst. Dom DeLuise, <laughs> Jesus, Dom DeLuise. He I got mean, on TV. Yeah, he did. He got on his muckraking show and said there Texas had a whorehouse in it, and it came a lot of negative publicity. Uh-huh. And Burt Reynolds, of course, was the sheriff. Right, him, him, and Dolly Parton, who was the you know the, the madam, ma- yeah, they had a relationship. But he oh had my to god, really? Around. Oh, it's sad. That is it's sad. sad. All because of Dom DeLuise. It's so sad. I mean, Dom DeLuise is dead, so I guess they can't really, you know. He was a muckraker. He was a muckraker. Okay, are we done? I just want to make uh, sure. That's basically the whole story. So, yeah, so I've never like heard the term jerker. muckraker. Except, you know, they had a song. Now you've heard it 18 hard, times. Called Hard Candy Christmas. And my uncle claims that he wrote that song and was not given credit well, <laughs> for it. That could have been our fortune. I swear to God. That could have been our fortune. I swear to God. He I says believe he wrote you. that song. I believe you. I mean, that's not. I mean, I think so. because I do want to learn more about your theater situation there. Um, I feel like I feel better now that I know that all of this is happening. And you guys watched it. And I think that's great. Did you have popcorn or did you bring candy? Wait a minute. Oh, wait. I got one more thing. Fuck off. I don't care. I'm watching that. Car- caramel corn. 
Jesus. Leanne so likes karma coin. Okay. Oh, karma coin. Yeah. Um, did you make it at home or did you buy it somewhere? No, just or, you know, just like a bag. Did you make it in a pot? Oh, you bought it at Kroger? Did, was it microwave? Because I can make really good no, no. karma it's coin. Already, it, it's already. Oh, it's, it's already, already made. Awesome. Brandy, oh. I, I love nothing more than you busting Tim's balls. I mean, I could be here all day for this, but yeah. I, you know, <laughs> I just want to make sure when I start reading this that for the 18th time or whatever, that I can get through the fucking sentence. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. Aren't you just okay. glad that Chuck's not here today to interrupt you? It's, it's been yeah, such it's been, a relief. It has it's been. been a respite. We've really just plugged right along. Three bodies no of the women supposedly murdered by Miller were found within 30 meters of where Lupinacci was arrested. And his car was spotted several times near crime near the crime scene. In 1967, he was spotted in several bars on the outskirts of nearby Port Chester, New York, a place frequent, frequented by one of the victims. And employees at the Hazleton Hotel reported the following year that they had seen one of the victims staying in the same hotel as Lupinacci. The following year, they sat on that for a year? For a year. Yeah. I, and, uh, you know, well, 1967, he, and then this, remember, this is 1971. And there were people saying they spotted him in that area in 1967. So, yeah. Take that with a grain of salt. So, in 1971, Lupinacci worked at the same hotel where Gail, Gail Thompson, with whom he had allegedly he was allegedly acquainted with staying. He was known to possess a heightened sex drive and was obsessed with sex due to which he frequently viewed and collected pornography, photographs, and videos. Following his arrest, police found a pornographic deck of cards in the trunk of his car. I wonder if it's ones where they have blacked out the nipples. You know what I mean? Maybe. Where the well, they want, they want to keep heart. it classy, right? They want to keep it classy. Yeah. What's the Queen of Hearts? The Queen of Hearts. It's oh, a typo. Um, my bad. The Queen of Hearts, notably missing. A, a similar card was found near, near Gail Thompson's body. Ooh. Are you fucking with me right now? See, that's and they a well, this I, poor killer shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so I think poor I, schmuck. I mean, he deserves to get it back, right? I mean, if he's missing, you know, he's not How do they have poker day? night? And, but... And let's let's go back to okay. I get it. The schizophrenic probably does need help, and they put him in the loony bin and whatever for, else for twenty five years. For twenty five years, which he probably needs. But that, but still, if he didn't do the fucking murders, you've got this guy basically sitting there, you know, throwing up flares all over the place. Look at me, I murdered. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. And they're just maybe like, Lupa not Chai, that guy. Maybe. Maybe he's the one that called uh, the minister. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. But now, Thad is going to read his spot, his page, and I am going to be less rude than you. I can't imagine. I, Go I, ahead. I, I, uh, I am so, hold on. I need to take a moment because this is the culmination of everything right here. <laughs> I'm reading on the History Dweebs podcast. I knew if I studied hard enough in school, and dreams well, do come true. One day, dreams do come true. That's right. Yeah, so am. here we are. My debut. I mean, this is this is Chuck's dreams. part. So, but you know, he forgot we record on Sunday at ten o'clock. Well, I mean, you do As change the schedule have. around quite a bit, right? I For mean, the past five years, yeah, we don't sure. actually change it. You know why we change the schedule? No, do you know why we ever change the schedule? Because that motherfucker is late. 
for everything <laughs> for every Sunday morning. That son of a bitch cannot be here on time. And so, yeah, if it's later, it's because of that motherfucker. <laughs> motherfucker looking like I just got up, bitch. You are 55 years old or whatever it is. Why are you sleeping like a teenager? Get your ass out of bed like a normal fucking adult and do, be where you're supposed to be for fuck all. All right. Well, Brandy, Brandy, let him continue. Please. I am. I'm sorry. All right. Additionally, Thompson was last seen boarding a car whose colors and features match those of Lupinacci's car. And after discovering her remains, police found a witness who claimed that he had seen a vehicle similar to Lupinacci's cruising around area several times. It's me. It's me. It's me. I murdered. I murdered. I murdered. Turn up those flares. (laughs) This guy doesn't know how to to hide, obviously. He doesn't have to. (laughs) Right. They didn't care. Upon searching the trunk of his car, investigators found several strands of female hair, which were later determined to belong to a black woman. And finally, he was a member of a club called the German American Club, situated in the Gray Rocks Place neighborhood of Stamford, from where Alma Henry disappeared in in August of 71. So meanwhile, in 1988, the Court of Appeals accepted attorney's petition and... And ordered a new trial for Benjamin Miller. At the new trial, the court ruled that the confession was invalid because Stanford police had used coercive tactics during interrogation. With the judge, you know, they that this electrodes was likely, through his balls. I guess. <laughs> I guess that that was inappropriate. A little bit. A little bit. They don't like that. You know, Wa- waterboarding. <laughs> and here's the thing: you you know the cops know this, right? You know that they know if they do shit like this, it's going to get thrown out. So what are you what are you doing? Because everybody yeah, thinks they're they- slick. And think about it. Back in whenever the fuck, 1960, 70, whatever, that was a thing. That's what police did. Like, that's the whole phone book sitting in a room by yourself with a light bulb thing. Oh, that light bulb would make me uh, sing like a canary. That's like, you know, I mean, get beaten with a phone book, all that stuff. That was the way they did it back then. So yeah, when they send that light, they put that spotlight on you in the darkened room, and you send in that light, man. That, you, know, like you know it's over. You know it's over with that light there, and the light swings back and forth, and the shadow moves across yeah. the room. Yeah, it's all it's all over. Yeah, and that's not you know that's not safe without a, a shade on it. It's not safe. No, safety first. And that if that you're going to get beat with could... a phone book, make sure everybody's safe about it. Jesus. You know, like if so, I if I, if I was ever in war and I got captured, I'm telling them everything I fucking know right up front. I mean, you're not going to pull off like you know put uh, put things under my fingernails and you know pull out my tongue and all that stuff. I'm going to tell you right up beginning, right up front. Why, why go through all that? So basically, gonna, what we're know, learning is that we I, should never give Tim top secret information because we should, we can't take Tim to war. No, Tim needs to be back in the States making nylons. That's what I'm he needs you. to be doing. Why Tim go needs, through all the torture? Back here making panties. Because you know you're, you know you're going to tell him at some point. So why go through all the torture? Just get it all out front. And then, and then, they, let you, then they let you go in a room and they give you magazines. Yeah. And a Sunday, they give you some magazines and ice cream when you're done. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. They're, known, they're known for that. People who have one light bulb are very much known for their hospitality. <laughs> Fucking hell. 
Taking into account Miller's mental health, the low credibility. No, it depends on what kind of ice cream it is. I like butter pecan. <laughs> Have you do always you like liked butter, butter pecan, pecan or did you just learn to like it as you've gotten older? No, I, I, I learned, I was at a, uh, the big, big 10 basketball, <laughs> big 10 basketball tournament. And we were standing in line to get, I don't know, get something. Me and my friend Ted. And I said, what's that smell? It smells so good. And he said, oh, that's butter pecan. I, you know, I was probably in my 30s. I had never tried butter pecan before. I'm shocked by that. I'm shocked. So I'm glad I was sitting down for that. You had never tried something different. Well, I'm certainly glad we got that out there. And I'm sitting down so I didn't have to fall the fuck over. So now... Sad. But now I, I, I don't I give it. a shit. You can eat fucking Rocky Road ice cream. I don't no, care. I would. That's I a bridge too care. far. Rocky Road's a bridge no. too far. Sure. Okay. Sad. The nut job and the credibility of his confession, and he's not nuts. He's sick. But the credibility of his confession, all this, surprisingly, points toward Lupinacci's guilt. Surprise. Leanne got me Leanne no. got me some no uh, uh, chocolate chip ice cream by mistake. And I didn't like it. Oh my god. Did you kick her out? No. I, I mean, mean did you tell her go play in traffic and hit her with a pan? No, I mean I this sounds her. I mean, I are you okay? Her. Are you okay? <laughs> I because like I can see chip. how chocolate chip ice cream could be very trying for you. Yeah. This is okay. I'm glad you I'm glad you understand me. I do. I do. I am so I care about this so fucking much. So, so after, his release, good. after his release, Miller was housed in a homeless shelter for the mentally ill because due to his isolated lifestyle and inability for social contact, he was deemed incapable of adapting to life in society. Yeah, he lived in the me too. Until, until his death in February of 2010 at aged 80. Yeah, they put him away. They put him away for so long. He doesn't, he only he can do is associate with, Uh, you know, nurses and other patients. He can't get the fuck out. He's been in there too long. He is, he is, uh, he he has to rely on the system to take care of him. Well, and frankly, this is probably where he needed to be if he didn't have his schizophrenia under control. And I don't know what their meds were like back then. So he was probably better off because if he goes out and is, you know, schizophrenic, all over the place, then he's going to get hurt or somebody else is. So, so despite, despite the incriminating evidence, Lupinacci was never charged and later denied responsibility in a 2011 interview, but he was forced to admit responsibility for assaulting the prostitute in set 1972. Uh, yeah, he was Lupinacci, forced to admit that he was forced mm-hmm. to admit that. Well, they threatened him with taking away his cable. Like Tim, yeah. he just. Well, but playing. I mean, we don't. Well, they were going to have the one light there. I mean, you know, we can't we can't have the light, right? So, right. Whew, be careful, Tim. But I mean, you know, he might he might not. It's me. It it's I mean, me. Look here. Look here. It's me. He's flinging shit up. Just look at me. Well, I did we, it. We need a disclaimer that we don't know who killed these ladies. We don't, and it says that actually. If you would let Thad get through his shit. All right, Thad. Robert Lupinacci would later marry, have children. He worked as an electrician and seemingly led a normal criminal-free life. He died in February of 2013 at age 79. 
George Mayer, the lead investigator for the murders, consistently continued to deny that Lupinacci was responsible and insisted that Miller was the actual killer, a belief he held until his own death in 2013. Ultimately, the real killer remains unidentified, and all five cases have officially remained unsolved. You know what's a coincidence is that Lupinacci, whatever that guy's name is, yeah, and yeah. This, this lead investigator, they died the same year. 2013. So that sounds shady as fuck. Do you think they planned it? That's what I'm it? saying. Do you think they planned I don't know. it? I don't know. I think it should be looked into. I saying. think it should be looked into too, but not today. So, Maybe it was so, like a suicide uh, Randy, pack, right? what's, your, uh, what's your final thoughts on the bra murders? Well, on the bra murders, because there was no brawl. Jesus. Should, should I call it should I should I have called it the Brazier murders? You don't have to call it the Brazier. Anyway, I think the Lupinacci guy should have been looked into first and further. He could not. He he just he did everything but send up players. Well, he yeah, wasn't the, hiding. The, leader, the lead investigator said, you know, he has more information than you do. The lead investigator, and he said that that guy didn't do it. Okay, so first of all, you should have had access to that information. Did you look at it? I, I I started to, but then I got distracted. Sure. Okay. So I'm going to go with that the Robert guy who's sending up flares that he did it, actually did it, and just basically got away with it. You but know, I also think that the it guy. It, it, it could have been someone we don't, I mean, it couldn't have been, it could have been someone else besides these two. It could have, but I feel like, I mean, the thorough work that you do researching. So you're saying that I'm, that's your own opinion. It, well, you asked me what I thought about it. And so I told you, yeah. which make it my own opinion. <laughs> but so, we don't know who, who, who actually cares. Sure. Okay. So that's what I think about it. And Thad, what's your final thoughts on the bra murders? Bra. The, 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 the over-the-shoulder boulder holder murderer. Yeah, yep. I, got, yeah. I, 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 I really got to agree with Brandy. Uh, I, I think the first guy, I mean, again, he was just dropping all kinds of hints and he was in plain sight and the cops were just like, oh, what's going on? You know, and and this other guy, you know, maybe involved, maybe he killed that one. But I think it's it's the original dude. I really do. And I just got to so say, do you think it was the, the, the schizophrenic? I, I think it was the schizophrenic. Minister. I do. I do. Street preacher. And I, think I don't think he was schizophrenic. That, you don't think he was schizophrenic? See, I, think, think it, I, I think it's someone totally different. Oh, I okay. think you want him to. Then why didn't you put that in there? <laughs> you fucking well, jack wagon. I, I, I like for our listeners to come to their own conclusion. This is true. Well, well but if they don't what? have all we the report, information, how can they do that? We report, you decide. <laughs> that's that's okay. what it is here. Well, and I think yeah. it was the Lupinacci guy. So there's that. Well, also, I just want to say this because this came up in, in a previous podcast and, and I meant to look it up and share, but Sylvia Plath's name came up. Tim, we, yeah, Tim was Sylvia talking about Plath. Sylvia Plath. She put, and, she put and, her head in a, in, a, in a oven. In an oven and killed herself. Yeah. And yep. over yeah. a guy named Ted, but she had two she, they had two. There Ted's. were two Ted's, right. And and we no one really knows who it was. But the, the, the Ted that she was with, like publicly, his next wife also killed herself by putting her head in an oven. So think about that. You're yeah. with two women. Both of them killed themselves by shoving their head in an oven. Maybe it's you. 
Maybe you or need maybe to look at your own self. Or maybe he's got a type. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I dig crazy chicks. Yeah. That's right. Crazy chicks are fun. No yeah. doubt about that. It, they are for a while. Yeah. <laughs> But also, let me let me but, just say let me let me let me plug our other uh, other ventures. Uh, we have our TikTok channel, so if you go onto TikTok and look for History Dweebs, also uh, our What the Fuck Theaters from Brandy, and our HD Shorts are on YouTube. So go to YouTube and look for History Dweebs, and uh, we put out uh, regular content on both of those. So uh, go check them out. Yeah, Thad does a great job with that. Brandy does a great job with it. So check them out. We also want to remind everyone that September is nearing Brandy. And, yes. of course, at the end of end of September, we have DweebCon here in Cincinnati. Yes. So if you would like more information, we got, you know, we got, uh, we got hotels that give special rates. Um and it's always, we always have a live show that's no cost to you, but you can come and meet other dweebs like yourself. It's the week, weekend of September 22nd here in Cincinnati. And to find out more information about DweebCon, just, just come to the fans of the History Dweebs podcast group on Facebook and you'll get Facebook. all the information you need. Um, we would love to see you at DweebCon. Also, we would like to thank all of our supporters on Patreon. If um, you would like to support us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com slash historydweebs, all one word, where you can give a little, you can give a lot, or Brandy. A wee little bit. Yes. And uh, we would like to thank our newest uh, supporter, Wool Hat, who's been with us for a very long time. Um, We thank you, Wool Hat, for your contributions to us on Patreon. Uh, again, we're sponsored this week by Black Cat and Me. For all your home care, home decor needs, go to Black Cat and Me on Etsy.com. Use code TWE15 and receive 15% off all of your purchases. Yay! Are we done here? We're done here. Are we done? Thanks for listening, everyone, and we will see you next time on History Dweebs. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There's nothing open at 2 in the morning but legs in White Castle. I mean, it's kind of like doing a drive-by in a cul-de-sac. That is a social faux pas. I don't give a shit. Why would I give a shit about that? Why would anybody give a shit about that? Remember when he was the face of uh, erectile dysfunction? Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes! Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win.